Real quick, before we jump into today's episode, we had such high success from Monday's promo from our podcast, which is super exciting. A lot of you just ready to level up, lose fat, and just feel your absolute best. So we did decide to open up three more discounted coaching spots. And all you have to do is send us a message with the keyword fat loss to our Instagram, which is Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. So send us that message if you're ready to stop struggling, get the results you deserve, lose fat, and just feel your absolute best. Send us a message and now into the episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy Podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And I'm already stumbling in the intro, so I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign, but I am really excited for this episode because these tips will change your life. As always, this information we provide is only good if you take it apply it into your life, but we're really excited to dive into this and just to really give you some high level tips on how you can maximize your nutrition and health with different strategies that we personally use to transform over 3,500 clients. So we're going to go ahead and jump into it. What's the first tip, Kyle? Number one is simply focusing on calories in versus calories out. So what inspired this episode is I do find a lot of people do struggle with nutrition and I'm sure some of you are sitting there and being like, this is the hardest thing for me. No matter what I do, no matter what I try, I just can't seem to get it to work. And a lot of times when I talk to people, especially in the DMs, all of you awesome people, DM stands for direct message, of course, as some of you may not know. And very often I just hear a lot of people say, hey, I'm starting to eat healthier, I'm making good changes, but I'm not seeing the results. And so with that being said, calories in versus calories out is going to be the biggest thing that's gonna move the needle to help you lose fat, to help you lose weight, and just get you to that next level. So essentially what needs to take place is you need to start eating less calories than you're burning per day. Any other way, you're just not gonna lose weight. And that's what the studies show, and it's just plain and simple there. However, you might say, this is simple, I can easily do it, but there are a lot of things that need to be taken into consideration. The first and foremost biggest thing is you need to make sure you're tracking using some sort of app. We use MyFitnessPal, you don't need the premium version, and it's just something we use, we've used for over 10 years, and uh, just we're not affiliated or anything, it's just simple to use. I know a lot of people use Lose It and there's a couple other apps that some of our clients recommend or just even people that message us. But either way, keeping an accurate log and making sure this is the second most important thing to keep track of your calories in versus calories out is making sure you're as accurate as physically possible. So I find a lot of times people struggle because they're just putting random things into the database. Like let's say you have a, a burger and it's your fun little meal for the week and you just type in a random burger. Oftentimes you'll lie to yourself and just it's less calorie than it actually is and you're wondering why you're not losing weight. So I highly encourage you to essentially use measuring cups, try to log each ingredient by ingredient, uh, use you know a, a food scale. Even once we got here to Florida, we realized we didn't have a food scale, boom, went on Amazon right away, ordered one so we can be as accurate as possible. So simply put, keep track of your numbers, make sure that you're as accurate as possible. And that alone, if you were to listen to one tip here, I guarantee you will change the game and will help you in so many different ways. This is a big one and logging is just, it's like any other skill. It's something you'll get better at with time. And even for me, there's always different challenges of like how to log, but the more accurate you can be, the more it gives you the ability to make necessary changes 
to see the results you want to see. When you're blind, you're not going to be able to change anything. Like if I asked you to do something for me, but I didn't explain what it was, you'd be like, I can't help you with that. I literally don't know what it is. And most people are trying to lose fat and they have no idea of what their calories are, what their intake is, what they eat during the week versus the weekends. Are they getting enough protein? So it's really important you just make a habit of it. And yes, it'll take a few minutes of your day, but it will save you so much headache and it will actually be a big relief. Even for myself, like it's just nice having a roadmap of what I'm gonna eat, being able to go to my favorite restaurant, make it fit exactly within my goals and having that freedom and flexibility has been absolutely game changing game changing and it's allowed me to continue to put on muscle to maintain a lean physique and it will do just the same for you but you got to get over that hurdle of being like i'm too busy to do this like it's either your fitness health is a priority or it's not and if it is a priority it's going to take a little bit of effort a little bit of action but i promise you it will lead to a lot of results and the next tip i would have is to not sweat the small stuff so too many people are focused on the five percent and are ignoring the 95 percent of what actually matters examples of this are all too often then I'll get asked from people, hey, what's the best type of creatine to take? And these are the same people that I know are not logging. They're not going to the gym consistently. They're not making an effort with their nutrition. They're looking for a quick and easy solution. And they will often go out and spend a ton of money on creatine, other supplements, hundreds of dollars. They're effectively going to do nothing because they're such a minute part of what a great transformation is. Whereas you can see great results without spending a penny. If you really learn to optimize your nutrition, you learn to work out better, you maximize your activity and recovery, you're going to look phenomenal. That is the 95%. That is what matters the most. And I can tell you right now, tracking will destroy any supplement that isn't like a steroid or something because even just having that data, having that baseline, having that awareness is going to help you improve because when we see these numbers, we'll really learn what our baseline is and we can start to adjust that data to get better and better and better and to improve because we're going to have a visual with that. Just the same with workouts, actually getting on a program, really making sure you're doing the right steps there. That's going to be a big game changer as well. Having accountability, actually having goals, setting goals, seeing those goals through. This is what's going to matter way more than what fad diet to do or carbs or fats, what's more important or buying waist trainer or sweet set or any other nonsense that is really just there to prey on your desire to see quick results with no action. But unfortunately, if you want to see good results, it absolutely does take work. You can do it with less work. And as coaches, I my entire life, my job is to help people get amazing results with the minimal amount of work possible. And that's only possible because of the amount of work I've done at the forefront doing research, doing it in my personal life, doing it for clients to make sure they can see these results fast. So when someone signs up with me, I can say, here's your blueprint. Here's exactly what you need to do. But when it comes down to it, I can't be there to log the foods for them. I can't be there to lift the dumbbells for them. That is up to you. But I will tell you exactly what to do, how to do it in the most efficient and simple way possible. But you need to be looking at that big picture. Don't get torn away from what really matters by marketing. I know marketing is tempting. I know it's appealing. And we all have this desire to do things quick. But me and Kyle have a rule, and it's a rule we're pretty serious about. And that's if it seems too good to be true, it is. So if someone's promising you a magic pill that's going to change all your problems and make you super attractive, rich, and skinny, it's it's probably too good to be true. Like it's just it's a thing. Whereas even for us, our big promise is you invest with us, you put your money, you make your priority, your fitness, your health to have a personal 
coach. And once again, our price is super fair. We like to offer 10 times more value than we charge. You will see those results. But like I said, you're still gonna have to do work. You're gonna have to learn to do this. But by doing it yourself, you're gonna be able to see those results long-term. They're gonna be sustainable. You're gonna understand. We're gonna be here to help you and guide you through that journey. And it's gonna be results that last. And that is the main key. So we definitely want you mindful of that. I'm really glad Josh spent some good time on that one because I mean, I know it's definitely not the easiest thing to hear, especially if you have been struggling or you've just been trying it for a while. Like the first thing like people don't want to hear is just someone to say, Hey, you got to eat healthier. You got to track your food. Those are the unsexy terms, but those are the things that make the biggest difference. Never in my life will I get on this microphone and tell you, you need to buy a specific thing or supplement or something I just don't believe in. I will tell you the stuff that works. And unfortunately, a lot of people out there likely won't, especially if you're being targeted on ads or you start to click one thing and you just, you want that thing that's going to promise you that quick fix, which usually does not work very well. So like Josh said, avoid the sweat and the small stuff, avoid giving into those fads, those things that just don't work because you will waste a lot more time, money, and energy on that. But number three, one of the greatest things you can do is just focus on food volume and just overall high quality nutrition. And I know this may sound obvious, but this is something I feel is very missed out on. When you go into the grocery store, it is so easy. Once again, we have a lot of temptations. Like even when I go there, there are a million different things. And I'm just like, you don't need this. Stay away from this. You, This isn't something that's going to add any value. And being satiated and making sure that you're actually full, especially if you're on a lower calorie diet, which is what's going to produce the best possible results for fat loss is going to produce a lot of challenges because you may be hungry. And the more that you can get around it from just eating filling, high quality, nutritious foods, the easier it's going to get. So I'm talking tons of water. That's what I'm going to start with because I think water is highly missed. Just a lot of people don't drink as much as they should in terms of water, uh, lean meats, lots of veggies, that is going to be one of the greatest things for you. You know, even brown rice, sweet potatoes, just anything that you think is just filling when you actually eat something like I use the example of uh, carrots. I know Josh has talked about it before and I think it's so phenomenal. If it's at the end of the night and you grab a bowl of carrots and you grab a, a bowl of ice cream, those are very two different things. You know, carrots, you might have 52 calories worth and you will be stuffed. You don't want anything else. And it is just going to fill you up like crazy with the water that's in it and just the high fiber and then bowl of ice cream. And you can easily have a thousand calories, like a tub of Ben and Jerry's, and it's just going to mess you up. So, um, and in terms of just like, you're going to be hungry, you're going to crave more, you're going to feel like crap the next day. It's just not worth it. So you can always fit fun foods in, but the majority of your diet should just be the stuff that fills you up, that leaves you feeling good, that has very little ingredients in them. And it'll make such a big difference. And if, even if you don't like it, like just try to force yourself and know that it's good for you. And it's not an easy thing to hear, but I guarantee you it will change your journey for sure. And the cleaner you eat, the more you start eating whole foods, the more you'll come to appreciate it. It just feels better in your body. I, we can adapt to eating Taco Bell and McDonald's every night. Doesn't mean it's good for us, especially within a ton of processed foods. Obviously, food processing is a big part of our society. So we transfer foods. It's not going to kill you, but there's tiers of it. If you're eating things that are filled with trans fat, tons of butter, tons of salt, tons of everything just unnecessarily that is not going to be a net positive whereas if you make an effort to eat those wholer foods and i'm telling you right now the more you eat good quality whole foods the more you will crave it and the more those outlandish things will just appeal to you less i still enjoy eating fun foods but i definitely have less of a desire to just eat garbage like 
I have no desire for McDonald's. Like to me, I just see it as like a very low grade, crappy quality food. Uh, whereas when I was bulking hard, I was in high school, I was a bit of a goof. I'd have like five McChickens for lunch every day and I was just slapping on cows, not really going about it the right way. Whereas now I kind of crave really delicious, healthy foods. I have no problem like having a salad. I love having rice and chicken, really good veggies and really good quality lean meats and nuts, legumes, all these different things. Like as you eat healthier, you really get the energy that comes alongside that you get the clarity your skin gets better and you want to encourage that and just the same so last week i've been having more sweets i'm in my bulk too i've been going a little bit harder than i'd like to so i'm gonna have to pull back from that because now i find i'm craving them more i want them more i've kind of normalized that and we can normalize good behavior or we can normalize bad behavior and it's just something you got to make an effort like kyle said if you're not as used to eating healthy don't just go from a hundred to nothing like there's nothing wrong if you have a sweet tooth have a little piece of chocolate each night it's not going to kill you just fit it within your calories or enjoy the odd treat whatever it may be but you need to kind of understand that density and make sure you are satiated enough so that you're not miserable during the process because that is a big part and i think that's a perfect segue into the next tip i have for you which is to aim to snack less so snacking is a lot of fun but most often nothing good comes from snacking we just want to grab things usually we're bored usually we're watching a show and you just want to mindlessly eat and get the joy that comes from eating food of course our body like from a survivalist perspective wants to eat wants to have fat wants to have a backup so you can stay secure but the truth is if you're listening to this podcast there's a good chance you're never going to starve from food because there's probably a million different places you could walk to within five minutes or drive to or food delivery whatever it may be we have an abundance of food and even just in our house we're quite quite stocked so there isn't as much of a desire to do that and instead, you can really focus on eating good quality whole moods or whole meal story that will keep you more satiated and full throughout the day. And the issue with snacking, like I said, is it can become mindless, especially when you mix in TVs or social events. Like we've been there, we've had a bag of chips or a bowl and you're like at the bottom of it and you're like, what the heck? I was just talking to someone because you're just eating mindlessly. But I like a rule that food should be intentional. I really try to make it a rule to not snack past 8 p.m. because I know that's just the danger zone. That's when I'm just grabbing for stuff and it's not off often because I'm hungry. It's usually because I'm bored and that's where I want the most novel, exciting thing to make me feel good. Oftentimes a sweet or a really salty snack. And a good way to combat snacking is to not keep it in the house. So every blue moon, I'll have like half a bag of chips. I'll have like, I like Reese Big Cups. I've mentioned Nerds Clusters, but usually I'll make myself go drive, get a single portion of them. Or if I buy a bigger portion, I'll usually pre-portion them out as soon as I buy it. So even those Nerds Clusters, like it'd be like 500 calories of just sugary carbs but you could break that up into little Ziplocs of five 100 calorie fun snacks and you can enjoy that almost over a whole week, which is phenomenal. So just find what strategy works for you. Some people like six little meals, some people snack and have no problem with it and they'll aim to have healthier snacks. That's absolutely okay as well. I've been kind of doing like an afternoon snack here of like a Quest uh, chip and a Yasu. Obviously those are more expensive items and they're kind of novel and it's a fun way to go about it. And it's something I'll do for a period of time, but most often I'll do like an extra Greek yogurt. Uh, but you just got to find once again, what works for you and just really minimize unnecessary snacking and snacking that just is garbage foods and instead aim to have those wholer meals. Yeah. And especially protein snacks, they can definitely be helpful, especially if you do have a low amount of protein each day. I find they're definitely beneficial, but just from observing other people's habits and friends and stuff, I've actually noticed, and I've noticed this myself in the past is sometimes when I open the floodgate or when others open the floodgate of snacking, it just turns into a like, all right, let's just keep going. You know, I've already had one snack. Let's just go nuts. And I think this 
perfectly ties into this next tip where it's very, very beneficial to pre-log and plan. So if you go into it knowing, hey, here's my afternoon snack, I usually have a bag of Quest chips or you know a plate of veggies or whatever it is that you can fit into your calories, that's one of the greatest things versus someone who just grabs whatever they can consistently throughout the day. That's a very different, uh, very big difference. One's proactive, one's reactive, one's calculated, one's not. And so with that being said, I, I learned this from Josh actually years ago and you know, he just came up with it and he was basically like, hey, here's what I do is the night before, I'm actually gonna put my numbers into my fitness pal based off of what I have planned, what I have packed for lunch, what I think I'm gonna have for dinner. Breakfast stays the same always. So I can know exactly what's happening and if something is coming up like an event, I can actually make these changes based off of what's going on. And I thought it was amazing and we talked about it recently and a lot of people liked it, but simply put, just putting things into the database and like being planned and calculated, uh, or I guess proactive and calculated is one of the greatest things because no matter what happens, whether it's a wedding, whether it's just some sort of uh, thing going on, you can actually know and still hit your numbers from logging everything into the tracking app that you decide to use and that is gonna get the best success possible. And the thing I wanna stress is it doesn't have to be perfect. If you happen to have something packed for lunch and you don't have it, no problem at all. Like you don't have to force yourself if you're not hungry or if it's not you know, just gonna fit within the day or it just doesn't work out, you can take it out and still go a different route, but you'll have most of the stuff in there to allow yourself to be set up for success. And honestly, I find the most successful people within fat loss, within the fitness journey, will take this approach. And it doesn't have to be the night before, it could also be the more morning of, uh, even the most successful people even still will put something into the database before eating it. And I find a lot of people struggle when they get to the end of the day or when they do it afterwards, because you just, you can't really know. And you just end up putting a bunch of random stuff in and, uh, it's not usually the best for planning. So that is a very, very important one. And hopefully it helps in some way or another. Yeah. Yesterday we we're out at a Mexican restaurant. We had nacho chips there, salsa, tacos and i was excited to have just that um and i started like i was like, okay what am i gonna have i want five tacos i'm gonna have some nachos started popping it in there i put in my five tacos i was already like over my calories i'm like oh this isn't gonna fly so i had to adjust to four i'm like i'd rather have more tacos no nachos so i just had the four tacos whereas i could have had two tacos and nachos or you get the point but if i just ate everything and then put it in I'd be like oh shoot i'm over and then i would have probably just kept having unnecessary things that i didn't want but instead by having that little just game plan before just testing some things out you can see what fits for you especially if you are in a deficit and you need to be a little more strict with it you can look these things up in advance you can use these strategies but like being prepared is just so essential and we've used that quote a hundred times fail to plan plan to fail and there's a reason we say that so often because that is 110 percent the truth for a lot of clients who are struggling we make this simple change and it just changes everything for them so this is definitely something you want to keep on the top of your mind and then the final and last tip i have for for today and before we get into that actually if you want to work one-on-one -on -one and just stop treading with your results not seeing the results you know you could be seeing and you just want to make massive change lose a ton of fat stack on muscle and learn how to do this at a high level once and for all just hit us up on instagram let us do all the hard work let us be there on your side let us be your coach DM us fat loss at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. We'll know you came from this episode and we'll get you in there at a special deal to make sure that we can do some big things together. But for the final one of this week, we have to learn to be a little bit more okay with having staple foods. So for me, I've just been loving having Greek yogurt breakfast every single day. I've been doing this now for like probably about two years. And you might say, oh my gosh, that's brutal. But 
by every day, it's not every day. I'll do pancakes sometimes. Sometimes I go out for breakfast. Sometimes I go out for brunch. But more often than not, I'm having this breakfast. It's a good staple. I know it's a great source of protein. I'm getting 40 grams of protein. I'm getting a lot of other amazing things. I put chia seed, hemp, granola, caldas, honey, peanut butter. Like you can really make it how you want to make it. You could switch up the fruits you're having. You can do kiwi, banana, apple, blueberry, raspberry. Like you can have the same thing, but have be very different from week to week. But I know I'm starting the day off with a ton of healthy carbs, really great base of fats, a really awesome way to get a lot of fiber, a ton of protein. And for me, that just makes my day super easy to adjust from there. When we're down here in Florida, we get Chipotle pretty much consistently all the time because it fits our macros perfectly. It's a great source of protein. It's really filling after training. It really serves our need. And the more you can find foods that work for you that you can consistently have that really just fit within your criteria, it makes it a lot easier than trying to always have something new and just different for the sake of it and there's nothing wrong with having different things and I love having different dinners but having these staples is so good even if you have like your simple chicken stir fry you could whip up anytime at night or turkey burgers or whatever it is works for you having these options available will help you when you're in a pinch and will help you make a better decision that will help you get better results long term and even adding on to that, it's been said that we make up to 200 decisions a day just from eating and what we're going to have and portions and a million different things. And I, I couldn't believe that when I saw it because I'm just like, that is a lot. And we have only so much space in our brain each day. And if we're constantly thinking like we wake up and we're like, hmm, what should I have today? And then, you know, you just always ask that question and then lunch and there's a lot of back and forth. Like you're wasting a lot of the time during your day just trying to figure that out whereas I'd rather wake up I know exactly what I'm having I know where it is like I don't have to think about it it's just it's kind of second nature it's just it's a habit it's a routine and we're all creatures of habit so I really encourage you to kind of get used to enjoying it and you don't have to love it like I can't say like I sit there and I'm like man I'm so pumped for this Greek yogurt but one of my favorite things to do is just get used to understanding what the value of it is so of course I mean it would be great to just wake up and have a bagel with cream cheese or you know just whatever it is and um, very rarely would I ever do something like that but instead I would look at my breakfast and be like oh my gosh there's antioxidants from the blueberries, the Greek yogurt is amazing. It's high protein. It's going to fill me up. You know, the chia seeds, the hemp. So I'm always looking at the value of like how good it is and how it's going to make me live longer and perform better and feel better. And I think that's an easy way if you're someone who gets bored of eating, you know, healthy foods and stuff like that, just to be like, Hey, there's a reason I'm doing this. It's going to benefit me. And that's it. And you can also find ways to spice it up and switch it up. And very often I'll switch up. You know, I just picked up blackberries the other day. I don't usually have them with my Greek yogurt, but I'm switching it up here. So there's always ways to navigate and work around it. And, uh, yeah, I really hope this helps. And, uh, that's going to be the final thing for tip number six. Yeah. Thanks so much for tuning in. Once again, this knowledge is only powerful if you apply it in your life. So start doing that work, apply it, look at the show notes and just really make a plan to make this work. If you want to work with us one-on-one -on -one and see your guaranteed results, just message us on Instagram with the keyword fat loss. Otherwise, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace out.